Pastor Justin Krupski here at Trinity Utica's Family Ministry Podcast. Uh, we are going through our series on the magic factor, and this week we're going to be talking about how to talk to our sons about the magic factor, about sex. And so let's go right at this. we got a lot to cover. Uh, we're going to start Jesus' Sermon on the Mount from Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 5. Uh, where Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, Do not commit adultery. But I will tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. What is Jesus talking about there? He's talking about being sexually pure. And whenever the scriptures talks about sexuality or adultery, it's always because God wants this commitment between a man and a woman to show his loving faithfulness to one another. And certainly Jesus just opened it up in their culture and certainly in our culture. If you read it clearly, you do know that Jesus is talking about masturbation. And so parents, as we talk to our our sons, maybe you don't want me to go here right now, but I'm going here because Jesus went there. We need to be willing not just to have a conversation about the magic factor, but details within it. And so I want to read something for you. And it says this. At some point, probably more than once during these years, you're going to need to deal with the subject of masturbation. As children approach adolescence, you have to make a judgment call on what to say about the significance of self-stimulation after puberty arrives. It is extremely likely that the masturbation leading to sexual climax will occur at some point, especially for a male. If he is racked with guilt about it and repeatedly vows never to let it happen again, he will probably expend a lot of energy feeling like a moral failure and worrying unnecessary about his spiritual welfare. But when masturbation becomes a routine and frequent habit, especially when accompanied by vivid sexual fantasies or worse, the viewing of pornography, it can be damaging to sexual and emotional health. In essence, a young man may have hundreds of sexual experiences associated with unrealistic or overtly distorted imagery, reinforced with the extreme pleasure of sexual release. At the very least, when he marries, his real-life sexual partner may seem disappointing by comparison, and his physical and emotional bonding with her may be impaired. This problem will be more significant if there have been many actual sexual partners before the wedding night. At worst, he may come in contact with violent or degrading images and associate his own sexual release with them. And this author says your approach to this issue will need to be both tactful and realistic. A bottom line worth stressing is that masturbation should not play a major role in your child's life, either as a source of relentless guilt or as a frequent and persistent habit that displaces healthy sexual relations in the future. If it happens once in a while, it happens, but it should not be pursued as a form of recreation especially by viewing sexually provocative material and it should never be allowed to occur with other people. So, this is where we're at. Uh, as going through the scriptures, you go into the book of Proverbs. I was just looking at that, Proverbs chapter 5 and 7. Uh, the command from the dad to his son is to stay away from the adulterous woman. And in fact, it says she doesn't even know what she's doing. And so often in the issue of pornography, Right, or girls that don't dress modestly. Right? And yes, it's the boy's responsibility here. Right? It's a boy's responsibility. It's a man's responsibility. Nothing gives him the green light that the masturbate go to pornography 
right? Nothing does to have these lustful thoughts, right? But yet, stay away from it. Stay away from it. That's what Proverbs says, and Jesus is pretty clear there. Wisdom speaks and, and shows us that there's great damage in that. So parents, we need to be able to have those conversations with our sons. Probably the best conversation I ever heard was actually a preacher that was talking to high school students, and he talked about uh, bouncing. What he said is this for young men, right? If your sexual passion or desire is being aroused in a situation, right? If your eyes are gleaming, it's not just a look. It becomes lust and starts going in your head, which ultimately goes to your hand, right? It's a bounce. So if you're walking in a mall, you see a pretty girl, right? Somebody that's attractive, what do you do? Do you gaze and let those thoughts go further, right? You bounce, you look the other way. You're at a beach, right? It's not the woman's fault. It's your fault if you're going to look lustfully. And so keep your eyes distracted, right, from women that you're going to be lusting after. Or if you're watching TV, right, bounce the station if something's happening on TV that's causing you to go into that. Or if you're on the internet, bounce, right? Get out of that situation. Click the page. If you're over a buddy's house and they're going, bounce, right? Get out of there. Get out of there. And that just has stuck with me. Uh, ever since I was a young man. And so parents, we need to be able to have this conversation, especially with our boys. And I guess the other thing would be this, and we talked to talking to our daughters about this last week, when we talked about the magic factor, that we do need to talk to our boys about treating girls right with chivalry. The scripture, specifically the Song of Solomon, just unpacks this as you see this gentle approach from the man to the woman, and I've never met an eighth grade girl whenever I teach the Song of Solomon that doesn't want to be treated like a princess. Some of them, right, wrestle with that and begin, what does that even look like, right? But as we begin to talk about that and as girls explain what that means when I let them say it in their own words, right, they want to be treated differently. They want that. They desire that. There's something deep within. They know that they are not a boy. They know that they are not a man. And so we definitely need to be treating our boys how to treat girls differently. And specifically, gently and with kindness. Certainly, you need to offer that to everybody, right? Whether male or female, but specifically boys, we need to be able to start talking to them about how to treat girls like that. And certainly, when it comes to uh, lusting and, and pornography, masturbation, right? If we can get this idea that we need to treat girls differently, then we'll begin to respect them in a way to which we don't go that way with them and we learn self-discipline and control and so I let me read uh, one more uh, reading that uh, I saw the other day and I think this would be helpful just to help us unpack this boys going through puberty have raging hormones as a result self-exploration and masturbation understandably occurs your son needs to know that he isn't weird or perverted reassure him by sharing your own personal experience then discuss with him that controlling raging hormones is an opportunity to build self-discipline and control Right? It's so important that we don't beat our sons up about this. Certainly, we need to share the truth, right? but there's an opportunity here to build self-discipline, this author says, and control. The man doesn't exercise control and feeds his appetite for sex. The appetite has a tendency to grow. As it grows, this author says it can lead to porn, and porn is a road that he needs to stay clear of. Porn is highly addictive, right? just like masturbation. And it destroys relationships. Remind him again the purpose of sex for emotional and spiritual intimacy between a man and a woman. Right? Not just a man alone. It's meant to be in a marriage relationship. 
That's how God has created us, and this is a great gift that he's given the marriage relationship between a man and a woman. So parents, I know there's so much more we can cover, but I just wanted to share with you uh, these insights, these pieces of wisdom uh, from God's word and from those that are out there seeking godly wisdom. And so may you bring this home, may you begin to talk to your sons even more so about the magic factor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Bringing It Home. Join Pastor Justin at Trinity Lutheran Church this or any weekend. Check out trinityutica.com for the most up-to-date schedule. While you're there, click on the media library and select Bringing It Home to ask questions or to subscribe.